Hey, what up, what up? This is D. Jones from the podcast, If This Mic Could Talk. Um, I saw your podcast. Um, that was very interesting, but I always give you all a shout out. Also, shout out to a new podcast I just uh, found and I'm following as well. It looks like you had them on your show, the, la- uh, the ladies from uh, Bacon, Eggs, and Trees podcast. That's what's up, man. Uh, networking and marketing at its best. Uh, I wish everybody um, in the podcast world the best of luck. Um, shine. We'll see each other at the top. And let's go ahead and make this money, man. Y'all be blessed. Here we go. You are now listening to Rambling with Rock. For some random shit from Rob Now everybody stand up and lift your arms Put your hands in the sky like you're pinching stars Go piss on Mars What? It's so random, it's all gravy The podcast is Rob's yeah, go crazy Yup And all kind of shit like that That's what Rob says when he runs off track Fun fact, tuck that in your brain Fuck that, nutsacks, we act insane And the fast lane still smooth like butter Rob, dude, you one cool ass brother Motherfucker You might hear that about every other word But who's keeping camp? The ramblings get so random What's happening, I'm babbling So much you can't handle me chattering teeth Sound like a battle axe bashing the beat Don't laugh when I speak Cause really we're just some idiots I ain't talking about a little bit I'm talking fully illiterate Like little kids trapped in a grown man's body Acting a fool like Lindsay Lohan party Like it's a part of your life We party all night Blackout, that's how we party it right Hit the Walmart cause we bored as shit Instagram and upload the vid <laughs> look, at it, look at Rob hanging out in the Walmart for no reason Just Instagramming He got his phone out Walking around looking at himself like Hey look at me, I'm walking through Walmart. It's so random, Rob. It's so random, but that's what we love. Random ramblings with random Rob. Ramblings. Random ramblings. Motherfucking random freaking ramblings. motherfucking random ramblings. Random ramblings. Random ramblings. Random ramblings. Blah blah ramblings. Blah blah blah. What up, everybody? This your boy B Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week, or However you listen to podcast, if you're a first time listener, I'd like to thank you all so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, if you're in that person's general vicinity, reach up and give that person a crisp high five. But if you're not, use your social media app of choice to uh, send that person a carefully crafted DM. I mean, don't get naughty because I mean, I know y'all like to slide in the DMs and do all this other crazy shit, but you know, do it uh, carefully, uh, politely and tactfully and um, tell that person thank you for recommending you to me. And speaking of social media, you can find the Random Rounds of Rob on various social media apps to include Facebook. Just uh, type in the Random Rounds of Rob in the search bar or Facebook dot com forward slash three R show. You can find it on Instagram if you use the hashtag three R show or hashtag Walmart log. You can see me walking around Walmart saying all kinds of stupid shit. And you can find me on Twitter at 3RShow. And you can find anything else associated with the show on randomrobcast.com. Now, got all that shit out the way. I have a guest, as per usual. Uh, I like to shout out to all guests that have been on the show. You came through when I needed you. You know, you gave me your time and I'm giving pre-praise to my guests that's on the line right now. One who um, is a former service member. You know, we, we served together here and there and everywhere else in the world of, uh, I guess, just Camp Lejeune. <laughs> but 
uh, now he's on the 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 freaking civilian sector, the, the camp couch, and everything. Just like myself, we all dirty civilians now, growing nasty face hair and not PTN and shit. I don't know about him. I can I can only speak for myself. But uh, a lot have changed, and we need to catch up. We got to fill in the gaps here. So joining me now is uh, I guess I'm gonna call them different things throughout the show, so it, it may not be consistent. Uh, the double O gigolo. The Joker Rican himself, the game streamer extraordinaire now, currently. Uh, my homeboy, right here. <laughs> What's up, man? Chillin', man. Same old, same old, just fucking bullshitting. Yeah, so, I mean, shit. Like, since, I don't know when the last time I seen you, like, in person. I guess it was just at Staff Academy. I don't know about too many times after that, but when was that? Hmm. That is a good question. I want to say, uh, hmm, 2010, 2011, somewhere in that range. It had to be somewhere around there because I was still stationed in Lejeune and I hadn't been to uh, Fort Lindenwood or nothing yet. And I don't think I deployed to Afghanistan at that time. So you are correct. It's in the range of 2010 to 2000 uh, freaking... 12 somewhere in there mm-hmm. but yeah uh immediately i liked you because you was a funny motherfucker so <laughs> i i, I kind of think that i am in some points and like my wife don't think so other people think I, I am but not not so much my wife so we hit it off pretty well i, I gave you a couple elbow strikes some fireballs tiger claws and everything and mm-hmm. you know and i survived yeah, you survived. I mean, you, you alluded you I died some of them. Yeah, <laughs> you alluded some of them, but not all of them. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good time and everything. But since then, uh, you've gone to retire from the military and uh, venture off into your own little um, life there, man. You got a wife, you got some kids, multiple career things. And now we wind up here currently where you for, you you're diving into the world of a uh, video game streaming. So let's kind of wind, yeah. wind it back. When we first met and everything, did you, were you married then? I don't really remember. Nope. Not at all. I was uh, single, shaking balls, me. doing wild things, just uh, trying to rediscover myself. I had a, come out of a long relationship that came to an abrupt end. And so after that, I kind of was like, uh, you know, who am I supposed to be now and where am I supposed to go? Mm-hmm. So that was the stage uh, of my life that I was in at that, at that time. Word. So what was, what was the single life for you, you know, before you met your wife? I mean, was it like, cause I, I can speak for me. Cause it was, it's kind of the same thing. Cause I was in a long-term relationship that spawned children and then to, mm-hmm. and that was straight out of high school. So after that was done, it's just like, all the stuff that I would have done, you know, straight out of school, like normal kids do, I just started to get into it, like, in my mid-20s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, a lot of people that I uh, share the stories with, um, a lot of people that I had mentored or had been in charge of or had led, I used to always uh, try to guide them into uh, making better choices by referring back to those single years of mine as I, uh, I now refer to them as the dark path. <laughs> So uh, it was pretty much, you know, 
being the kid in the candy shop and being like, oh, I want that. I like that. And just, you know, sampling everything mm-hmm. and uh, just being wild and reckless. So it was pretty nutty, um, but fun. Yeah. But still nutty. Mm-hmm. And nut, 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 nut. Yeah. <laughs> whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, a whole lot of whole lot of weird things taking place there. Yeah. Did you ever wake up to a, a booger wolf in your bed at any point in time? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I was, I was, I played, I played my cards well. Okay. So you, we, we were very opposite then, because like me, I, I, so I broke up with my my first wife. It's broke up. What we like grade school and shit broke up. <laughs> um, so. I was deployed and then I was just like, I seen some shit, you know, fucking helicopters. And I, like I had nine flashbacks or some shit, right? <laughs> so then mm-hmm. I was just like, after all that grueling experience that I've been through or whatever, I was like, I could have died. So all this pussy would have been off the board. So I was just like, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I was like, you, 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 and you. The one with the three toes on one foot and you with the half a leg over mm-hmm. here. I don't care. I like the one with the, the Princess Leia hair bun, sir. I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah. But like, how long was the re- rediscovery process for you? Uh, I would say, uh, luckily, not as long as some others. Uh, maybe about a year and a half, probably a, a full strong year. Uh, but in that year, a lot took place. Um, I got back into like, recklessly spending because I was like, why does it matter? I'm going to get the things that I want to get and, yeah. you know, whatever. It's not going to affect anything. Lo and behold, it sure as hell does uh, when you get married and have kids because then you look back and you're like, fuck, I should have saved that. Why did I buy this? What was I thinking? Yeah. But anyway, um, trying to uh, reconnect with like a more youthful version of myself and going back out into the nightlife and finding out that, hey, man, we don't pop collars anymore or wear Cuban links. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) We're going into clubs and everybody's got these fucking hookahs. And I'm just like, holy shit, we don't got like a smoke section outside anymore. Like, God forbid I asked somebody for a Newport when I used to smoke at that time. They were like, no, dude, we don't smoke that anymore. It was very, very weird to try to uh, get back into that mix, that crowd. Yeah. and then, uh, you know, the dating scene was strange. It's like a little dabble here, a little dabble there, but nothing was meaningful and nothing was of interest. And then sometimes when I thought there was, it wasn't. And obviously, you know, the ball keeps rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a damn, I had a couple of experiences because like I was telling you, I didn't give a shit who it was. As long as you had a pulse and some uh, vagina, I didn't care. But it it got me in trouble in the long run because I was, you know, Jacksonville is only so big and you can only go so far outside of the bubble or whatnot before mm-hmm. you start running into the same motherfuckers or the motherfuckers that know the same people and shit. So yep. when I got all that out of my system and I was just like, I finally met somebody and then I was like, this could be the one, you know, I didn't put all that other shit behind me. I said, I'm just focused on the singular thing and this is where I want to be. And then I go. This could be the love of my life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, how, that's how I felt. But one day I walked over there. I mean, I walked up. Yeah, I went over there and I walk in her house 
and another girl that I used to fuck with is standing there. <laughs> and I'm like, Hi. I'm like, oh, what's this? Challenge accepted. Uh, and come to find out that it was her sister. I was like, oh, mm. that's great. <laughs> so I never seen her again after that. <laughs> Splendid. Yeah. I mean, and then it wasn't like I messed with her. Then immediately after that was over, I went, you know, I, it was months and months apart. And it's just like, they don't even look alike. I don't even say how they, it might be sisters in the sense of that's my friend, girl power and shit like that. But uh-huh. she was there nonetheless. <laughs> oh, nice. But yeah, that fucked me up. And I was like, yeah, I need to slow down. Yeah, I think at some point in time, uh, as you're going down the, uh, you know, everyone's own version of the dark path, you start coming to the end of it and seeing the, uh, you know, the generic delights. And it's like, wait a minute, I need to, uh, it's time to move on. I think I got this all out of my system. And usually what it takes is a the right person or the right thing to kind of um, jumpstart that new process to settle down and uh, actually invest in something for the long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because condoms get expensive. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> but man, uh, so I mean, I see because I asked you for, to try to do this a long, long time ago. I think like in the beginning of when I first started this or maybe even a year after or whatnot. And I think at the time mm-hmm. he was uh, applying for the police department or some shit, right? Oh, almost. And uh, a lot of it was because, you know, like doing the service stuff and then like the law enforcement process, I was nervous mm-hmm. about, you know, the process or just being out there uh, to be heard by many. Uh, because I've transitioned from being that stereotypical Leo, like that center of attention party guy mm-hmm. fucking out there and, now I'm just like, let me stay in my room alone and be in peace. Um, so I've, I've definitely changed up a little bit, for, for better or for worse. But um, yeah, yeah, I was doing a lot of process and uh, venturing into what I do now, which is law enforcement. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, going from, hey, man, I'm about to be a damn cop. I don't need to be on no motherfucking podcast to now like... I'm a streamer. I need the dad go and get some publicity from name out there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what what brought you to the the gaming arena and everything? Because like for me personally, I see I, I I love to play video games. I've been playing video games, you know, as long as I can remember. I got all the systems when they come out and all this other bullshit and everything. And I don't get watching other people play video games. I know it's cool for other people, but like me specifically, I, I just, I don't get it. The only time that I would look up something like that is um one, to show you support, because you're my homeboy. Boom, boom. Fist bumps through the screen. And um to like look up, because we don't do strategy guys no more. I mean, I can just go on YouTube and check it out for free. You know? Yep. Absolutely. So that, that's kind of like my so- stance on it. I guess, um, so my initial hesitation of doing any sort of like these social media outlets and streaming and podcasts was the restrictions of what I knew before from the Marine Corps, where yeah. like, you better watch what you say, watch what you do, it could yeah. all come back to you, you're a Marine 24-7. Mm-hmm. Becoming a police officer, I was thinking, okay, it's probably going to be along the same lines. Not exactly, not as strict. You obviously have to hold yourself to a different standard, Yeah, but you can still be yourself and what that means for me is being a big geek, 
big gamer. This is what I've done for years of my life. This has been my my love, my hobby, and my way to escape reality, mm-hmm. um, to try to just decompress. So, I mean, been gaming since Atari, 8-bit Nintendo. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've played just about every console that has come into existence. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, this streaming thing comes to be, which initially did not intrigue me at all. Because like mm-hmm. you, I was like, why am I going to sit down and watch some dude or some girl play some games. I'm busy playing games. Mm-hmm. Um, but in more recent years, what I was seeing and kind of understanding is that it's serving as a replacement for something that we lost due to the internet. And what we had growing up was these couch co-op nights, these sleepovers, yeah. these, these gatherings where you know, land parties, we'd all come together and we'd all socialize and play together. And sometimes people weren't playing, you're just hanging around and talking. But now we've, we, we're living different lives. We're busy with uh, our careers, our education, families, and we're separated geographically. So now we don't have as many uh, opportunities to engage in those type of uh, activities. So many activities. Yes. Um, but now what we have with streaming is an opportunity to kind of reconnect that as close as possible because now you're playing the game, but you're with an audience. You're mm-hmm. communicating with people that actually uh, enjoy what you enjoy and sharing the same um, enthusiasm and excitement of seeing the play. And at the same time, it's a way to connect with people who might be good at a game, who can serve as a guide for that game or provide you with a review for that game mm-hmm. or connect you with the community that, you know, you best fit in with. Um, so that start, that's where it started to get intriguing. And I, I guess I probably should have listened to my wife a few years ago because she was the one who was like, man, you should uh, do the streaming thing. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I don't have time for that shit. I'm not, I'm not interested in that nonsense. <sighs> this motherfucker. Um, and it wasn't until, <laughs> I was like, hey, that's, that's corny. Um, but it wasn't until like, not even a few months ago, I was um, perusing some channels on the platform Mixer, which is yeah. via Microsoft. And I came across uh, this one streamer, Certified, who's kind of the leader and community member of a gaming group called you know, Certified Gaming. And what I saw was somebody that could easily be my neighbor, co-worker, mm-hmm. friend, just an everyday person that, like me, uses video games as an outlet uh some sort of medium, right? And it was just so normal versus, you know, your big time notable streamers that do it because they're celebrities almost in that in that environment. They're content creators, they're influencers, they're doing more than just gaming. They come from the pro circuit. They've won international competition. So they have a different area of streaming that they cover. But what I saw was the me and the you. Mm-hmm. The people that are probably listening to the podcast, the people that just watch streaming for the basic of it, you know? Yeah. And I was like, man, it's really cool. And what was really cool to me was that the guy was engaging. Um, he was interactive with the audience. He wasn't there trying to uh, put out, oh, you know, uh, give me money. Uh, here's product. Buy this, do that. You know, he was just like, yo, you want a game? Yeah. You, you got, you want to get on? It's just like, <laughs> Dope, accessible, right? Yeah. And I was like, that right there was the replacement for that couch co-op that we can't do anymore. Mm -hmm. And everybody gets to kind of just be in there and 
maybe you're not even talking about the game that's being played. It's just it's just the location. It's the hub. It's the old Yahoo chat rooms, you know, mm-hmm. just with uh, less toxic behavior. Yeah. And uh, man, have you ever thought about uh, getting into politics? Because I mean, you you sway in my my opinion of this thing, man. You over here putting <laughs> words together all eloquently and shit. <laughs> I'm going to have to say that my, my past will forever um, deny my chances of uh, politics. Okay, yeah, all them, <laughs> all them booger wolves and all that partying. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yep. Well, that aspect of it, the way you put when you put it that way, yeah, I, I can agree with that. It's just like, even for me personally, it's just even online play has changed for me because I can remember Everything you just said when I first got into gaming, I can remember playing so calm on fucking PlayStation mm-hmm. 2. And I would leave yep. from the motor pool on Camp Lejeune, drive all the way to the base house and during lunch so I can get on with my little group and we would play for the whole lunch hour. And then I would drive all the way back on base to go back to work. <laughs> so I mean that's how it was. It was fun. People was like coming up with strategy and you know just bullshitting just like how you're saying but you know after a while i started noticing motherfuckers was just going in play the game and i'd be like hey man you got somebody on your left nobody would respond nobody would react nobody say nothing it was just like motherfuckers in here quiet as fuck playing a game i'm just like what is this madness mm-hmm. yeah no it's uh now it's a whole lot more uh a lot more engagement and more communication, which is so strange because it's all, you know, via the internet, webcams and fancy microphones and fancy chairs and green screens and all this crazy animation shit. But all of that stuff uh, creates sort of like immersion. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes you feel a part of the production and the content. And uh, there's somebody for everybody. Yeah. You know, you've got those big wig um, celeb status streamers that are eccentric and, you know, kind of nutty with their childish behavior. And that, you know, that's great for a particular type of crowd. And then you have the serious ones that are highly competitive and they're focused on strictly winning and being number one. There's a crowd for them and so on and so forth. There's somebody for everybody that you can connect with because maybe it's lacking in your immediate vicinity. Um. And for me, you know, being the everyday guy, uh, I'd like to think, you know, the streaming thing is, it's just a hobby. It's it's something that I can do and share with other people, but it's also not my career. So it's not going to make or break who I am. It's just an opportunity to stay connected with the community that I love. What I've seen uh, around here where I live, a lot of um, gaming centers have been popping up. To where, like, you can go in here, okay. you can uh, you can get a console, or you can get a desktop or whatever, and you can just come in there and game. You pay for however long you want to do it, and you just come in there and game all day. What do you think about stuff like that? Like the hookah lounge of gaming and shit. Um, I think it's uh, interesting. I've seen a few of those as well, where it's like straight up bars, but instead of drinks, it's like computers. And you can sit there and, you know, pay whatever they charge, like hourly or monthly membership or whatever. And I think it's nice because, you know, there's families and there's people that don't have those options in their household for whatever reasons. Maybe it's a, you know, 
economic status, uh, you know, financial troubles, yeah. or even uh, you know, maybe there's no peace at home. Yeah. So it's probably even location. I think it's a good option. Yeah, they got location issues too, because I remember living in places to where like we don't provide internet to that area. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It sucks. This is very shitty. I don't understand how you can't have internet everywhere. It's like airway. Yeah, it's like moving to somewhere out in like the middle of Jacksonville, Montana. North Carolina. It's like, welcome to Montana. How's uh, your internet out here? We don't have internet. You like origami? <laughs> <laughs> now, are are living in Jacksonville, North Carolina. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another thing that I remember about you, or whatever, it it blew my mind because I mean, you like movies so much. So, oh yeah, so much so that I've seen Miami Vice posters framed on your wall and all kind of other crazy shit like that. <laughs> so I was like, Miami yeah. Miami Vice, really? <laughs> Not a great movie, but it had there's certain aspects of it that. The movie posts, going to the movie posters real quick, each movie poster that I had like professionally framed and put up, there was an aspect of the characters or maybe the the tone of the movie that was a piece of me. Mm-hmm. So it was a part of my makeup. So you see a, you know, poster of Iron Man, The Crow, The Dark Knight, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Carlito's Way, um... Just all types of characters that all have some sort of little piece that I'm like, yeah, I, I could see a little bit of myself in that character. Uh, a couple of them you name heavily drug influenced there, man. You trying to say something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. My dark past. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, what, what are you into now? I mean, everybody on the Marvel craze or whatever, we're going to exclude that stuff. But, like, what what movies are you into? You know, my, my movie viewing has, has slowed down tremendously because it, it is a little bit more challenging to get out with the uh, the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be able to schedule a time. And another big thing, probably even bigger than, you know, having the kids um, reduce the, the movie time that you have, is I am not a fan of going out to movies anymore, like opening night or just during like a weekend night because there's just too many humans. <laughs> And there's too much riffraff, and I can't enjoy the movie. It's like, if I want to go to the cinema, I want to have the full cinematic experience. I don't want to risk somebody cracking a joke during a horror movie, and now it's a comedy. Um, I want to get what I paid for. I want comfort. I want to enjoy the experience. So I'll try to go, like, on a Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And like you said, kind of right now, and not that it's a bad thing, because I love the shit, but cinema is so flooded with comic book movies and you know the marvel universe and it's great but sometimes i miss just a good film yeah you know um there's not just just really isn't too much of that coming out mm-hmm. so yeah anything recently um what did i see recently i did see midway mm-hmm. And I thought, like as expected with, you know, the old World War movies, they captured the essence of America and, they, you know, that that camaraderie quite well. And it was pretty action-packed. Mm-hmm. Excuse, um, excuse me, sir. It's America. Yeah, true that. True. True. Hold on. Let me put my mullet on real quick. I got to fix this shit. All right. <laughs> All right. We're, we're, we're good. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And it just, it's the same thing. I mean, I got a couple of older kids though. So like me and the wife can sneak out every now and then, 
But that's that's our jam right there. We'll go like if we off on a Wednesday or something, we'll we'll catch the midday show. I mean, because ain't nobody in that bitch but us. Yep, that's that's the best way. And you know what? And this is probably like sort of venturing off into a completely different topic, but still related to the movie thing. Another big problem with the movies is the kind of world that we're living in today is like, am I going to go to the movies and am I going to be safe today? Or, yeah. you know, is some dangerous shit going to go down? Like my wife is not a fan of guns, you know, mm. and I, she, I was a Marine. And then of course I became a cop and she never liked guns. But if we're going to the movies, she'll like real quiet and whisper. She's like, Hey, um, are, are you strapped? <laughs> and I'm like, stay strapped to get clapped, baby. It, you know, it's just, that sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's, that's just unfortunately where we are. Yeah, and, and I don't get it, man. And it's like a rash or a freaking California fire or some shit. It happens once, mm-hmm. and then it'll pop up here somewhere else. And then that, and then it'll pop up here somewhere else. It'll just keep spreading and everything. We had a shooting over here not too long ago. And I'm just like, why? Yeah. Why? For what? <laughs> no, no reason. Everybody's People are just angry, man. Just enjoy the movie. <laughs> yeah, for real. Dude. There's like some places um, we, I don't know, I would imagine this is big by where you are, but Alamo Draft House is, is you know, kind of popping up more and more over here. It's that yeah. dine-in theater experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are so good with the rules that they put in place about how serious they are with don't fuck this movie experience up for people or you're out of here, no refund. Like, they're huge on it. You can't enter the theater 15 minutes after things have started. Like, oh, well, you know, rules are rules. And mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I so mean. I, I try to go to those more because I know for sure that I'm going to be able to kick back and watch this movie and probably like it even more because a movie can suck because the theater made it suck, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, you know, and that was kind of like a shock for me, too, because, like I said, we go on like freaking during middle of the day, as soon as the theater open or like the very last show of the night when we know on a weeknight where we know nobody is there. But like when you get something like um, when Endgame came out and Infinity War came out, it didn't matter what time of the day you went. That shit was always packed. And. Yep. Going into a movie like that with a crowd, it it was it was a shock for me because I hadn't been around one in so long, and it people's like laughing out loud, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on? What is this?" <laughs> you know? Holy shit! Wait a minute. What what are these people doing here? They're here to see the movie. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, it's just like people laughing out loud or whatever. Because I mean, if something's funny to me while I'm in the theater, I mean, I'm not like <laughs> or nothing like that. I'm just like. <laughs> A, huh. what, do you, what do you do you write you write in quotations laughter and show it to people i do like anybody does when they send a text they put lol in a text and they know goddamn uh, well they're not laughing out loud <laughs> you know what what you should do is like just bottle it all up and and randomly just you know towards the end of the movie one big fucking laugh just ah <laughs> and throw everybody off and just be like yeah that was it all right i got it out just, I'll just wait five minutes after the whole comedy scene is done and like they getting into serious dialogue and I'm like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, guys. It reminds me back in the day like when people were getting awards and there'd be ceremonies and everybody was like, let's give a round of applause for our uh, guest speaker. And I'd like, yay! Woo! And they'd be quiet. And that's when I would be like, Yes, I did the same one thing. One clap. 
<laughs> I did the same shit. Or I just everybody damn. was just looking at me like you motherfucker. Or yeah, or it's just that one. You know how the 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 clapping patters off and everything is like slap, 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 and I just go back up loud again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's true. Man, that's funny as hell. Yeah, it's just, you do stu- like what? What's some of the stupid shit that you were doing formations? Oh my god, a lot. <laughs> I would uh, <laughs> whisper weird shit. Um, that was probably the biggest thing. Or uh, you know, I would like as the person was speaking, uh, I would act like I was the one in the conversation with them, except the things I would say would make no sense and have nothing to do with what they were saying. <laughs> And everybody would start chuckling, and you'd see some, uh, you know, disgruntled, salty dog looking and being like, what the fuck is going on over there? My, 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 one of my things was, is like, when we'd be in, um, they'd be like, here, bring it in, school circle. Everybody'd be like, <laughs> talking and everything and looking at, you know, whoever's up front or whatever. And I'd just start randomly holding people's hands and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just like, just real soft, just like uh, grab their hand and kind of just cradle it a little, little bit, start squeezing it real tight, and then look at me and be like, mm-hmm. what's up? <laughs> <laughs> My- yeah, I mean, so you just have to do things to uh, spice it up, break break to the break from the norm. Yeah, especially when I... I life gets too monotonous. Yeah, especially when I picked up a little bit of rank and everything, I had people under me. This this was my favorite thing to do or whatever. I would walk into an office with like some corporals, some last corporals or some shit like that. And I'd just have a mean mug on my face and I'd be like, what the fuck? And they'd be like, you see them all, you know, get out of attention or just staring at you like this, like, what did I do? And I'd be like, hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. Just watch their shoulders drop and be like, oh, shit, <laughs> I thought I was in trouble. And then I had to pull yeah. to the side and had that conversation anyway. I'd be like, so why did you think you was in trouble? Like what? Mm-hmm. What you doing, man? What you doing after hours? <laughs> indeed, indeed. So, so what, what? Well, you know, we we go through these experiences in life, and uh, now we get to talk and laugh about them and, and share them and freak people out with the weirdness. Yeah, I'm glad I hung on as long as I did because I I remember around year twelve, eleven and twelve, I was like, man, I'm about to hang this shit up. I was like, I didn't give a fuck if I was at retirement range or nothing. This was even before they started talking about terror and all this other crazy shit. I was just like, I'm about to, hang, I'm about to hang this shit up. And then I started to think about it. I said, man, I've been through a whole bunch of bullshit these past 12 years for me to just get out with nothing. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the big thing. Whatever anybody's doing in life, you got to think about what you're leaving with. Yeah. I mean, unless something sucks so bad and it, you know, it's not even worth leaving with peanuts. But if you can leave with uh, something substantial, then, you know, here's a straw. And, uh, yeah. And then, shut up. <laughs> yeah. And then, even at the time or whatever, if I would have left, it was just like, I didn't have nothing really lined up. So that's kind of another thing that made me not put it down right away. I was like, well, maybe if I go to another duty station, it'll reinvigor me or something like that and I get motivated. Lies. And, and then I wound up in <laughs> Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. I was like, oh. This ain't helping. Mm. <laughs> nope. Oh no. But I mean, yeah, I think so. What you got? Yeah, but it, I that my last duty station, Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, Army Base, out there in bumfuck Egypt. 
people talk down about it or whatever. I mean, if I was a single man going out there, I wouldn't give a fuck because like me, I'm easy to entertain or whatever. I don't have to go too many places or whatever. They got a Walmart and a Taco Bell. I'm straight. So, you know, that's what it is. But to go there with a family, especially a wife that was prior army and went to basic there and shit. And she's like, I swear I'll never go back again. And here we are back again. <laughs> but, yeah, that's weird. Yes. But I think, um, you know, the older you get, you realize that uh, as a single man, you can be fine anywhere. Like when you're younger and single, you want to be, oh, I need to be in the those spots, the Miami, the New York, the D.C., San Diego, all that stuff. But when you get old enough, it's like before Leonard Wood, this is this is gonna work if you're single. Yeah. <laughs> but um maybe not so much for family. Yeah, but like as much as people trash that place or whatever is in the middle of bumfuck Egypt, like I was saying or whatever, I think that was like my best one of my best duty stations, man. Because I learned Yeah, I learned a lot there and I grew a lot there as far as like regardless of how, you know, I am, you know, how silly I am and, you know, just, you know, talk to anybody, bullshit with anybody, whatever, shoot fireballs, elbow strikes, all the other crazy crap. I had a definitely fear of fucking public speak or whatever. So mm. going there to be an instructor to where I was forced to teach and everything, you know, it broke me of that. And, you know, I was just like, I, I loved it for that aspect of it. And then you know, we get these junior Marines coming right out of SOI, MCT and everything to the schoolhouse. They ain't did shit. And they about to embark in that journey that we did when, when we came out of boot camp and everything. And it's like, I can catch them here and um, keep them out of goddamn the cave and fucking get You, you can try. Yeah, I, well, can I can try. try. I can try. You're right. you absolutely fucking right. I can try. You know, the, the force, the force they can be swayed to either side. You yeah. can only do so much yeah, for the, the young Padawans. Yeah, the force is strong with that 24% finance in charge on that fucking Camaro. <laughs> mm. But yeah, yeah, but that was like there, I was just like, I felt like my worth, man. I was just like, I got to teach them and I got to give them a little bit of knowledge before they hit the fleet. I was like, hey man, it, if you don't have to, uh, don't take that leave in between now and going to your duty station. Just go straight to your duty station, get the lay of the land, you know, get yourself established and then maybe take leave after that. You know, just little shit like that. I was like, don't get married. <laughs> Please. Not right yeah. now. We'll just wait a little bit. Even if you're in a long term relationship, I mean, you don't know where your career is going to take you, where you're going to wind up, where you're going to end up and, you know, shit may change, you know. So, mm hmm. Yeah, you uh, basically you found the the proper platform to highlight the good things that you can do. Like I can actually make a difference. I can use this as a a way to get through. And uh, a lot of people need to be patient for that and work for that. And when it comes, you know, capitalize on that. A lot of people are in their careers today, and maybe they don't have that awakening just yet. Uh, but it'll come and they'll, you know, find that purpose like he did. And uh, I don't know, I guess that kind of ties back into the whole streaming thing. It's like I can connect with the community and maybe share some of life experiences. Yeah. And uh, maybe maybe somebody needs to hear that story. Maybe somebody needs that laugh or maybe somebody's looking to learn about the military or one of the most recent things. I was like, man, you know what I can do with this shit? 
I was like, I could humanize the badge, man, and try to reconnect with the community that's having a mm-hmm. having a hard time with law enforcement nationwide right now. Because when people are like, oh, you're a cop, man. And sometimes it's like, oh, thank you. And then other times it's like, fuck you. <laughs> and I'm like, I love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, where it gets out and it's like, oh, you're a gamer? And they're like, you're a gamer? How is that? I'm like, what do you mean, how is that? And it's like, am I not allowed to fucking play games because I'm a little police man? It makes no sense to me. It's like, I am still a regular person. Let's get on this call of duty, please. You know? Um, so it's mind blowing to people. And, and that to me is mind blowing as well. Cause I'm like, this is so strange. This is not something that's out of the normal parameters of living. This mm-hmm. is what I do. Yeah. So it's a good way to connect. And then, like, you know, we're playing games, we're talking, we're sharing experiences, we're laughing. And then it's like, oh, shit, you're a police officer. And I'm like, yeah, for the past two hours, I've been a police officer playing with you. How do you feel about that? (laughs) (laughs) And then the next day, they're like, you know what, guys? I was playing with this cop last night. He's fucking awesome. You know, or maybe he sucked. But either way, it it shows them that I'm still an everyday person. Should I? Lie and be like, "Ha! I got you. I've been, I only held you on the stream so long, so I can get your IP address." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, found you, bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, try to uh, just have a good time. Yeah. Um, the world, the, the world has enough bullshit as it is to to uh, not seek out these uh, opportunities to just have a normal, fun time and. I hope that the streaming community and the gaming community continues to have strong walls. <laughs> yeah. We have we have our own way of uh talking shit and being ridiculous and it has nothing to do with politics and religion and bias and genders and whatever else. Word. I got you. I mean it's a safe space. This is our safe zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So you're on the new Call of Duty right now? Indeed. And I, I'm, I'm definitely digging it in comparison to some of the previous um, titles they put out. It's it's good. It's, it's fun. I don't think I played a, you know, a Call of Duty or a Black Ops game since Black Ops 2. <laughs> mm. it's, it's been a while. Yeah, I actually skipped them all for, for years. Mm. And then it made no sense anyway because I went backwards and started playing all of them anyway. <laughs> So I was like, oh, I need to see what happened over the years so I could understand the present. Yeah. I don't know. What, um, I know you do the Mixler or anything like that, but do you do, um, do you have a PlayStation or a Nintendo Switch or anything like that? <laughs> uh, here we go. Now I've got it all, man. I, uh, I rock a PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. Xbox One X. Yep. Uh, I do have a Nintendo Switch for my son, but obviously I have to make daddy. sure it works on that yeah, the, properly. The daddy profile. Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. And uh, uh, most recently, um, PC gaming, finally, after a, a long, long hiatus. Uh, I don't even know if that's the right word to use in yeah. that context, but whatever. I said it. Yes. Um, PC gaming as well. Okay. I mean, so, so what... what, what drew you away from it and what brought you back to that pc gaming yeah so i was i had pc gaming going down in like 1999 i was playing counter-strike and mm-hmm. like unreal uh tournament a couple other titles 
And then I just got so adjusted to the accessibility and convenience of console where I could just, you know, yeah. sit in my living room in the comfort of my couch and enjoy my TV the way that I want to enjoy it. And I wasn't too interested in the complexities of PC, the builds and all the constant updates and the changing of parts and shit. I'm very simple. Yeah. Just give me something built and ready to go that I don't have to fuck with and let me enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but I come, I've come to understand that there's a few things I've been missing out on. And over the past few years, PC gaming has streamlined itself and it has become more user friendly and accessible. And, uh, my current state of streaming and trying to reach out to more and expand the community requires me to have these tools in my, in my toolbox. And it is fun. Heard. Okay. So like, I mean, um, I used to play on the computer, but like it was back when what they had Doom on there. I played Tribes. Um, <laughs> Tribes to me was like the first Halo man, and then uh, mm-hmm. they had, I played uh, Ultima Online for a little bit. And shit, I think I think that was it. Really, it. I tried to find Leisure Suit Larry because I never paid for none of them games. I, <laughs> I had to get them bootleg. Couldn't get mm-hmm. a hold of that because I heard because like that's when I was younger, younger. It's like Leisha Sue Larry, man. They got titties and stuff in there. I was like, oh, I need to find this game. <laughs> but uh, I just I don't know, man. Do you use a controller or anything like that when you're on the computer, or are you using mouse and keyboard and all that? Certain certain games are definitely still best with the controller, but a lot of games that uh, I. You know, like your first-person shooters, of course, it's just mouse and keyboards. Precision is it's unbeatable. It's definitely adjustment. Like, my left pinky is killing me right now. <laughs> it is so sore. I feel like I'm playing Guitar Hero again and struggling with that orange button. Yeah. I'm just like, man, this is tough. But it's just a matter of um, time and patience and uh, working to it. Like, I'm so desperate to connect my controller, like if I'm playing Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to give up. I want to work at it and get better at it and then just make it my new norm. Uh, but there's certain games that definitely a uh, controller probably just work better for. Yeah. I just, man, I just want a fucking badass computer. I don't even really want to play games on it. Cause like, uh, it's part of this podcast. I get a lot of dope people on here and everything. And they be like, Hey man, you, um, you do video or is it just audio? And I want to say, yeah, man, let's do some video. But this, motherfucking laptop that I'm on right now. I mean, I'm going to knock on wood while I talk shit in front of it. Damn. It just, it ain't it ain't having it. I turn the video on and it'd be like I'm in an old kung fu movie and shit. Nice. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm saying something and I'm moving around and like 30 seconds later that's when the audio on my head movements and my hands catch up to it and shit. Yes, um, you know, I, I, I tend to be a type of person that does a lot of research before diving into some sort of piece of tech. And so for months upon months and hundreds of hours, literally just watching different YouTube channels on building computers and computer part reviews and gaming reviews and anything and everything I could possibly find about what works best for what content creation, mm-hmm. uh, video editing, whatever. And I uh, take that all in and it's like, okay, so I, I can see what works best for me. Um, and then in like regards to podcasting, when we talk about the, uh, the camera and the recording, you look at somebody who's, you know, like the Joe Rogan experience where it was just the podcast, but now I think it's 
probably getting more views because of the videos. Yeah. That was just a quick transition. He popped up, uh, you know, one, two camera views and whoop, that was it. Yeah. Decent little camera, little recording capture device, and that's it. Smooth sailing. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get there because, like, what I found is, you know, I got all these Canon cameras up in my house. And I was just like, yeah, man, I'm going to do some video and everything. And I need a fly ass camera. And these cameras is like two G's, you know, two, three G's for like the high end, the 4K now. So I'm just like, fuck, I don't want to spend all that money on it. Then I'm looking at the iPhone Pro 11 and shit. I was like, this bitch got four, 4K 60 frames and I can mount this bitch. And it got three cameras and they got this. Um. I don't know if they came out with the update yet. Is a the the filmer app or something like that, to where you can uh, use two cameras at the same time on the phone and the shit. Wow. So I'm like, that's only fourteen bucks, <laughs> you know. So I'm just like, I'm getting the gear, you know, the simple way. It's, it's in my pocket. All I gotta do is daggone set it up and press record on this bitch, and I ain't gotta worry about no damn three thousand dollar camera and shit. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean, we live in a great time. It's like, yeah. yeah, if you have the money, you can go and get all that the fancy stuff. But where there is a will, there is a way because somebody felt the same way about it. And like, there's a free app. There's a, a cheaper device that does the same thing. Like, look what they've done with TVs, right? Mm-hmm. Samsung, Sony, they pretty much had a stranglehold on the market with the 4K and HDR and all this technology. But then all of a sudden, these companies, these little small guys like TCL and then yeah. Vizio, they came out and at first were like, meh. But realistically today, mm-hmm. those TVs hold up great, right? Yeah. Same thing with the cameras. We could just use our phones. We can use these free, these free apps that are available to do the same type of um, production. That's what I was doing with the streaming. I didn't have a fancy microphone or crazy set of headsets or any of that. I had my iPhone, a 2011 MacBook Pro, and my Xbox. That was it. Everything was already there. I just started making it work. Mm. I also think I'm lazy, too. I I hate video editing. It look cool as shit. It look it look cool as shit. I'm not gonna lie. I've done a couple, and it, I like the way they turn out. But it's just like sitting there and trying to put that together. And then the kid coming there, I want to be on the camera, and I got to stop what I'm doing and all this other crazy shit. And I'm saying, you know, you've uh, you probably got somebody that listens to your podcast that is uh, an up and coming editor, content creator that would do a little uh, what do you call it, a little. Fucking uh, free work, you know, freelancing. Yeah, pro bono. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you know, hook them up with some of that. Hook them up with some of that Bluetooth. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so I see you've been paying attention. I like that. <laughs> Speaking of Bluetooth, if you go to Bluetooth.com, you can go ahead and get your first order for free. Only pay five dollars shipping if you use promo code random. Good segue, man. I like how you set me up. <laughs> there you go. It's like you do my video. And I'm going to drive up the shit out of some steaks for you. Hell yeah. Some of these hooks. Get, get you some hooks, rubs, and spices on that bitch. And now, instead of <laughs> 10% off, you can get 15% off. They hook me up. So use the promo code RANDOM as well. And you can get that 15% off your order if you go to hooks, rubs, and spices.etsy.com. Booyah. See, man, I, I might have to cut you in. I'm going to send you a care package. 
send you some. You know, sometimes they call me. Uh, sometimes they call me Scotty Pippen. Yeah, I just throw them up. You know, I throw throw them up so they get taken down. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to get one of the the freelance guys to draw you up a, a character caricature. You in the Bulls jersey? Or something yeah, like they could ask him. Uh, ask him to put my hairline back. Oh, you mean back or? In the proper no, place. No, don't pull it back. Lord, uh, Lord did that one already. I want to put it back where it once was. Man, ain't that sad though, man? F- fucking twenty something years old, losing goddamn hair and shit. Motherfuckers out here better be enjoying their time with their little LA looks, level ten mega hold. Enjoy it while you can. I don't even know if people still gel their hair. Everybody looks fucking rough and lazy as fuck anyway. Mm-hmm. Just letting their hair be all mangled and fucking man bunned out with their fucking. You know, miniature pony looking goatees and shit. Yeah, I I told my son because I mean all the kids got the good hair except for the baby. And the baby got the the, mm-hmm. the 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 ass end of the thing, but the older two got got the great hair or whatever. I was like, boy, look at me. Yeah, we can only hope for the best. My uh, <laughs> my son looks like uh, well, my youngest son he looks like fucking Achilles in Troy. That long Brad Pitt hair and fucking, uh, this is why no one will remember your name. Um, he's ready. I hope it stays strong for his sake. Mm-hmm. That's what I told the boy, man. I was just like, hey, you better enjoy it while you got it. Or take care of it while you got it, because <laughs> once it's gone, it's mm-hmm. gone. You unless, uh, yep, that's why it's like, you go to the barber and be like, don't worry about lining shit up. I, I, I'm yeah. Gonna hold on to the natural hairline, please. Yeah, just, just fade it up. I'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, regrets. So many regrets. Yeah, yeah, man. And it's just like, I don't know what happened because there's a lot of people our age that that shit happened to. It's the water, man. Probably, especially in the June. Water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty much everybody from where I grew up in, um, in Jersey, uh, in that same general area, the males, the motherfucking hairlines are gridded, yo. <laughs> and we're like, what is going on? It's the water. I'm telling you, that's what it is. I'm sticking to it. And if somebody knocks at my door right now and the phone goes silent, hey, enemy of the state is real. So be on the lookout. <laughs> um, what, what's the most recent movie that you've seen so far? Um, good question. I think I should be able to go to my handy dandy AMC StubHub member app and find out. And if you use the promo code Joker Rican, you get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get you get nothing. You get fucking luck. Like, what's wrong with you, fool? Let's see here. God, it's so bad that I can't like remember, but um. Let's see. Last six months. Oh, I, so I did see Terminator Dark Fate. What, oh, no. Well, let's just stop right there. What'd you think? I liked it. I liked it. Good. I don't think I had any high expectations for it, but yeah. I also completely see how it was a retread yeah. of the first two combined, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the action was dope. I yeah. liked the action. And I liked the new uh, female. Um, what was her name? Mackenzie uh, Davis, I want to say her yeah. name was. Spud no, Charlie Spur. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Spud McKenzie, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I saw before that, I did see Gemini Man. 
Oh yeah, now let, 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 yeah. we gonna we, we gonna we gonna uh, we'll get to that. Let, let's go back to Terminator. I enjoyed it as well. <laughs> um, I thought that they pulled elements from the other three movies: uh, Salvation, Terminator Three, and uh, Genesis. You know, just um, some of the mechanics for the 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 newer Terminator, just like the black uh, skeleton and everything, and then um, the cyborg with uh, that Terminator from salvation kind of like how they he was like the first prototype but the lab got shut down because what they got overrun by skynet and then um i don't remember too too much from part three but i believe they had a little bit of some of that shoehorned in there and i kind of like how they took those other three movies and kind of stuffed it in this one and you know just not a lot but just enough yeah it it, could have been completely different because if you uh you know check out some news and interviews the director tim miller mm-hmm. who you know dealt with um deadpool they asked him if he would ever work with james cameron again and he was pretty much like nah, nah. son nah, and the reason being was that he wasn't give as a director he didn't really have as much fair input as he should have because it was james cameron's way or the highway yeah. and tim miller's idea of how the movie was going to go was quite different mm-hmm. his version was the humans loose and Legion or Skynet wins. Mm-hmm. But James Cameron apparently was like, you know, why would people like that? And was like, because we've already seen the other shit like five different times. Yeah. You know? Or, I mean, I wouldn't... So that was interesting to see. Yeah, and that was kind of like what we was hoping with Salvation. You know, it would lead into like, all right, this is how they got the upper hand over the machines, but the machines was ultimately kicking their ass. <laughs> And then that was another yeah. part that we didn't see. Skynet actually taking over. And you know what I mean? They had that little bullshit in uh, 3. But, I mean, we yeah. didn't really see the actual takeover happen. So, yeah, I, I would have been down for that. Yeah, something different. Um, now, Gemini Man. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Friday afternoon movie, man. That was like an after school, uh, an after school TV film. Yeah. It was not good. Now Will Smith was, yeah. you know, Will Smith was Will Smith. He was yeah. fine, but I, the 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 action for the uh, the female actress was so step by step, like put foot here, throw punch here. It was just not natural mm-hmm. looking. It, it wasn't well. And now, what I think for starters, you know that that film was filmed in a way that we can't even watch here in the United States. What you mean? So, Ang Lee filmed it in like 4K completely. Okay. 120 frames per second. Yeah. And some third aspect, right? Mm-hmm. And there is no movie theater in the country that can play. play the movie as it was filmed. Yeah. See, and you know, that, that's kind of going with what I was about to say about it. It's just like a lot of the technology that they used to make this movie in certain scenes look wonky than the motherfucker. Some of them look spot on, look great. But in others, it looked like the, the mapping was just off. Like I can remember, I think when he was talking to the bad guy, the main bad guy or whatever, the creator of all the clones and shit, when they had that father yeah. son talk or whatever, he turned his head to the side and it was like his, he had a mask on and that bitch was falling off and shit. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, this is a finished movie. Yeah. That I'm paying money to see? <laughs> this is like uh, WWE 2K20 right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So many disappointments. Yeah, it was uh, 
And even if, I'm pretty sure, like, if I travel, if I flew over to London to the theater that can play this movie, it wouldn't even have been worth it. Like, this is just not the movie that I would have wanted to see all that that extra expense for. Like, if it's like a Christopher Nolan film, mm-hmm. different story. Yeah. Like, his next movie, Tenet, with um, Denzel Washington's son, mm-hmm. that's going to be fucking awesome, and I don't even know what it's about. I yeah. just know it's going to be dope. I didn't hear nothing about it till you just said something. Sweet Lord have mercy. I'll have You're to, fired. I had to do some <clears throat> research. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> You're not going to find much. No. But there's a lot of speculation. Like, is it a sequel to Inception, which would be so unexpected? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's like it's so hard to find a teaser trailer online because they're working to make sure it stays off. I saw it when I went to go see Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. And it was so mysterious. It was, you know, 30 second little teaser, but the music was so intense. The music alone gave such a feeling. I was like, yo, what is this movie about? Right. And, uh, yeah. Tenet, T E N E T. I'm 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 gonna keep my eyeball out on that one. I got I got IMDb Pro. Maybe I can get some inside scoop on there. I had to check it out. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but but like with Gemini Man or whatever. I mean, for what it was. I mean, now that I had that tidbit of information from you about how they filmed it in a way that you know most theaters aren't capable of uh, projecting in. Um, I was gonna say that starting with Gemini Man and um. I forget what the other movie that I said was kind of like. It, this is the technology. This is like the next step in the technology of these movies and everything. Because like, shit, Dark Fate. How they de-age uh, Linda Hamilton or whatever and had yeah. young, young uh, dude, John Connor or whatever, which that whole scene was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was, not, I was like, man, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's throw. But me being like a dad now and shit, I was like, oh God. If I would have seen that back in the day when I was walking my dark path, I would have been like, nice. You know? Well, shit. I, w- I, I did do that. I guess I'm still on that path somehow. Because, <laughs> like, as soon as it yeah, happened, I was like, oh <laughs> shit, that was dope. Because, <laughs> I mean, what? I wanted to go to war. Yeah, because, like, really for me, it was just like, I know this shit ain't real. So I was like, yeah, shoot all the kids. <laughs> I was like, Ed Furlong, no! Spoiler alert, everyone. Yeah, he, he was <laughs> you haven't seen the movie. He, uh, he was pissed about know. that. He was mad, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. Edward Furlong or whatever. He's like, yeah, I came in, I did my lines and everything. I got paid for it or whatever, but this is like, I'm not going to get paid anymore after this. My shit is dead. <laughs> Unless they work, do some rework or some shit like that to where I can come back. He said, but I'm done. Yeah. They uh they probably shouldn't. Um, no, nah, he. he it not, might be time to uh hang the towel on that one. Yeah, he. he Throw not, in the towel. Yeah. Throw in the towel. Hang, whatever. Either or. I think a towel mm-hmm. would cover him completely because he ain't looking the part. <laughs> yeah, he's looking a little rough. Yes, a little furlonged in the tooth. But um, Gemini man, I think that's gonna be is a breakthrough. They tried to do something. They tried to do something. I mean, it's been done on a smaller scale in other movies, 
but it's never been done in a whole complete movie or whatever. We've seen like little shades of it in Rogue One, um, Salvation with the Arnold clones and all that stuff is one of the other ter- Genesis. Um, freaking what? What's some other movies? Uh, Forrest Gump was like the earliest iteration of this that I seen when they was putting them in with all the old presidents like JFK and all them other people. So yeah, kind of um, what we're seeing now is like deep fake technologies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just putting other people's faces on on things that don't exist or the de aging. As a matter of fact, um, Martin Scorsese's latest, The Irishman. Um, you know when they uh, the age De Niro um, for the role as well. So that technology, this is, they're trying to, um, it's kind of not giving up and coming actors and actresses a chance because they're yeah. like, oh shit, we can make Al Pacino look 20. Mm. Let's do that instead of like the Getting next Al Pacino. Yeah. And you know, and it kind of sucks too because like, this is where we get into Skynet Legion territory or whatever. I mean, you got this technology or whatever. And also Adobe, a couple years back, they already are working on a voice uh, technology to where they can get, they can isolate 10 minutes of you, us just talking on this podcast and they can have a computer form sentences in our voice. Like they can completely make up something and have audio of us saying shit that we never said. So they, they do. Yeah, they um look up look it up on YouTube. I forget what they calling it, but um they did a test. Well, I'll tell you what to call it. The fucking end of everything. <laughs> yeah, they did a, a test with um the the Peel guy or whatever from um, Key and Peel, and um they uh, got they extracted like I think thirty minutes of him talking, and they formed a, a sentence with the technology or whatever that they got so far. And this is that at the time that was the prototype. It wasn't even the finished product, so I can only imagine where they are now. And it sounds, yeah. just, and it sounds just like him. His, his inflection, his tone, everything. So now you get the the de aging shit, and you get the voice part shit down. You don't even need people anymore to make these goddamn movies. <laughs> yep. So We've that, already replaced uh, plenty of workers with kiosks. We'll go ahead and replace actors with technology as well. Yeah. So it can be a good and a bad thing because then for the people that they use, they're going to have to get licensing and rights to use their images and all that stuff. So those people will get paid regardless if they're not in the movie or whatever. But now you give people range to be like, well, I don't know. I, I always imagined... Leonardo DiCaprio, young guy from like freaking Titanic and young whoever the hell, you know, in space fighting monsters and with the dicks out or something. I don't know. Just stupid shit. People can do that now. (laughs) Yeah. We, we, you know, we laugh about today and next year we're going to see it on uh, some indie film. Mm. That deep fake shit had me fucked up for a minute too. Cause like um, I, I was looking at a Jimmy Fallon interview with the guy from uh, it. I forget his goddamn name. This the um, one that wore the glasses, the one that always was cracking jokes and shit. But oh yeah, uh, um, uh, he's got the show on uh, Showtime. Um, fuck, what's his name? He does a bunch of impressions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he was doing that on Jimmy Kimmel, one of them other shows, and he was doing like Al Pacino and somebody else. 
and whoever made the video when he did the impressions they slowly changed his face yes, into like Apple. Oh man, that shit freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> Bill Hader. Yeah, there you go. Bill That's the guy. He's an awkward man. <laughs> yeah, man. I seen that shit and I was just like, because somebody showed it to me and I wouldn't have, I was half paying attention. He's like, hey man, he does a good Appuccino impression. He's like, look at his face. You get real into it or whatever. I was like, oh yeah, that's old. <laughs> fuck, what is that? <laughs> I was like, that ain't real, man. That ain't real. <laughs> then they, um, mm. you seen the ones that did with the Spider-Man? They put like the the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man face on um, Tom Holland and vice versa. No, that one I haven't seen. I'm not even, I don't want to ruin the experience for me. <laughs> it's getting too weird. You want to mess your head up, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. other than the, was that the Tenet or whatever? What other movies you looking forward to? Oh, Star Wars, of course. Yeah. Uh, of course, Star Wars. Um, the next James Bond, huge James Bond fan. I think the films are wildly entertaining. I love the lifestyle and, uh, you know, just the way that James Bond does his thing. It's just dope. It's the only reason I want to drive an Aston Martin. <laughs> um, and I really want to see Rami Malek as a villain mm-hmm. should be interesting because you know now he's he's um shot up into stardom with his role um from bohemian rhapsody yeah um but he really started making a name for himself on mr robot yeah but even either it was either before mr robot or in his infancy he was in a video game yeah until dawn so, until dawn that's my jam and it's a great it's a fucking great game mm-hmm. it's not entirely scary yeah but what it does is capture the campiness of those type of horror movies mm-hmm. and it was entertaining um but it's kind of funny because he he wasn't that good in it yeah you know it was kind of it was like forced but you can you could what basically you can use that as comparison to what he was doing and what he's doing now mm-hmm. i mean he's gonna be a bond villain it's huge he definitely stepped his game up yeah. um, from the game. Yeah. Well, I think Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah, those are two movies that come to mind. Um, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody I would really be put him over the top. Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, I said that really put him over the top, man. Because, like, I seen, oh, yeah. I seen previews for that movie, and I was just like, I have to see this movie. That and Rocket Man, just the presentation of the um, the trailers. I haven't seen Rocket Man yet, but I actually own Bohemian Rhapsody. I I was like, I went to the store and bought that bitch and brought it home. Mm. But it was good, man. It just like I knew the songs, but I never knew it was Queen. You know, because I, I I listen to all kind of shit, but it's just like I listen to what I like and really don't delve in it too much. If I hear it on the radio and it sound cool. My Shazam it, put it in the catalog, and that'd be it. But like watching the movie and hearing all the different songs, I was like, "Oh shit, I remember that one. I remember that one. I didn't know that was Queen." Yeah, yeah, huge, huge uh, impact in the uh, not just the music industry, but you know, lives around the world. They did a thing. It was cool that the actor understood that, mm-hmm. and he invested himself in understanding all the little subtleties of the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, that that was cool. It was a good uh, 
You ever seen the takeaway. Um, the side by side videos? Like from the actual performances? Yep. Yeah, those was cool. And then I watched a documentary after about him, uh, Freddie Mercury or whatever, and it was just like, that's the motherfucker that I saw in this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you had, like, you know, so we have the uh, Freddie Mercury one's done. Now you had the uh, Elton John is done. I would be curious to see who they want to do a film about next uh, because they've already done... Back in the day, what uh, from the Doors with Val Kilmer? Yeah. So they've done they've done their share of iconic singers that were more than you know just the music. So I'm I'm curious as to who's next. Who knows? Maybe like ten years from now, we'll see a Kanye West movie. Oh my god, <laughs> that'd be an interesting movie. So that, there would be because there's so much to go off of. He's been completely different for. <laughs> Then, so many years but you know what it's sad to say that movie can't be made while he is still alive no yeah because there's still so many versions of kanye uh to come out yeah and then not, if he's alive he's gonna be having his fingerprints all over that bitch <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely and then you know no. if they did make a kanye movie i hope it, i mean you think they should do it like straight out of Compton style or how they did the Tupac in the Biggie movie? Uh, they probably more along the line of uh, straight out of Compton. Mm. None of which of those three films I, I named I have ever seen. Same. Yeah. And like, I know of them. Yeah. I, I read the clip notes. Yeah. But because like to me, it's just like uh, one of those, a movie, something like that or whatever. Uh, I know how the story ends. So I kind of stay away from those. It's like you go see an Abraham Lincoln movie. Well, shit, I know how this is going to end. What, what else can I know? Yeah. And that sounds like the movie trailer right there. It's like, you know how the story ends. <laughs> but did you know where it began? And then cue music and fucking Kanye's in his Chicago apartment. Yeah, I'm going to make a beat. that'd be crazy the whole car accident and shit and him having a wired jaw and shit trying to make music Mm -hmm. yep they'll have technology to make it look all legit too no they'll have the technology to like not even use Kanye and just the whole movie be computer generated well they'll just find the body and then deep fake Kanye's actual face Mm -hmm. onto that person yep and use that Adobe voice technology exactly and they'll have Kanye Mm mm-hmm Exactly. That's that's the future of movies. Right. I think there's a UAV flying over my home right now. Oh shit! <laughs> Listening in. <laughs> As a, you know, if you're sp- you know, if you're they sp- know about the Kanye movie. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh well. I don't know. Um, uh, I don't even know what else I really want to see right now. Ain't really nothing jumping out to me. I know I don't want to see the motherfucking Grudge movie. Nope. No, thank you. I'm not interested in seeing any horror films anymore in theaters in general. I've just, I don't know. I've lost that fear factor. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's because um, audiences have ruined it for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm just done even trying. What what I enjoy, I get more I get more scares out of games, horror games, yeah. than I do out of horror movies because you are involved. Mm-hmm. Like what you're doing is going to be uh, 
the source of the fear. You know? Yeah. Because until dawn was fucking with me. <laughs> yeah, that was funny as hell. There were some funny ass moments in, in that game. And uh, if anybody has not tried that one out, it's super cheap. I don't know. You can get it for, <clears throat> I don't know, five bucks maybe? Yeah, shit, I- 20 bucks if you want to be like fancy, but you can pick that shit up at a, at a game store oh, yeah. and just knock it out. It might still be um, trapped in game, uh, games plus or whatever. PlayStation games. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got yeah, it. it's good. And, you know, they, they went on to make another whole game series. Um, the, 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 what the fuck is it called? The Man of Madan or some shit? Hmm. Um, I don't know. You ever play Outlast? Yes, I did. What'd you think about that? Something concerning about having some, some fucking, uh, Pencil Asylum patient with his nuts hanging out chasing you through a library. It's kind of, uh, that's scary. Dog, that game fucked me up, dog. Because, like, I played the very first... It had his good jump scares. It was, this is what happened to me. I played the very first game. And, you know, I, I did the very first part. You know, you go out in there, you find the flashlight, you get the batteries and shit and the camera. And I go in the house and the first motherfucker came out. I seen him walking around, knocking shit over. And I was like, oh, shit. And then, because I'm I like to play shooters here and there, and you know I ain't got no weapons, <laughs> so this, yeah. mo- this motherfucker chased me, and I thought I was slick. I ran down the hallway, turned my light off, ran in the room, and I ducked behind a shelf. And this motherfucker came in there, and he beat the brakes off of me, and I never turned that game on since. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's where like a survival horror game succeeds is you don't if you want a game to be scary then you have to be vulnerable and you have to know that, oh shit, I might not be able to survive this shit if I'm not smart about it. So the games that give you like all these guns and shit, it's no longer a horror game. You are now playing an action game. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, that's where like Resident Evil had lost its way for some time. It just became some fucking triple backflipping, dual wielding action game. That's not scary anymore. Where back in the day, it was like, I've got three bullets left and I got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, the survival horror kind of lost that. Just if you want to be scared, then make it to where you can probably get fucked up real fast. Yeah, they got damn. Um, what was that shit? Uh, damn, I forgot what it was. Um, fuck, my wife just walked in the door and messed my head up. <laughs> oh, that's a different horror movie. Oh yeah. Um. I don't remember. I ah, fuck it. It's gone now. I heard a slam the door. <laughs> That's, all my brain. That's how a horror movie starts. Yeah, all my brain cells just fled me. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just um, I think I play my Switch out of all of them the most because it's just like I'm comfortable with that motherfucker. All the games are downloaded on this bitch. I can put it in my bag and take it anywhere and just and then when I'm tired of holding it in my hands because I get a little cramp here and there, just put that bitch in the dock and lay up in the bed. And play. That's what she said. Ha, 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 ha. She did say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, convenience and accessibility, man. That's uh, that's the way of adulting. Mm-hmm. That is the way. Yes, that's why we're so fucking... Um, conditioned to enjoying things like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and Walmart food delivery, which I love. Uh, we like accessibility and convenience. 
and the Disney Plus. Don't forget the Disney Plus. Oh, shit. Did you, shit. Did you get it? Did I get it? I am it. Okay. <laughs> what was the first thing you watched? X-Men, the uh, cartoon series. Word. You know what I watched first? How, what? Motherfucking Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, it's legit, man. Uh, they they've done quite well. Um, I like it. Did you get? To- I like it because I got it for free because oh, of yeah. Verizon. So yeah, thanks, exactly. Verizon. Hell we yeah. appreciate it. Shout out! Shout outs to Verizon. If you go to VerizonWireless dot com and use promo code Random, you don't get shit there either. <laughs> That's right. And then if you add on the uh, code Joker Rican, it says go fuck yourself. <laughs> they might add to your bill. This <laughs> <laughs> son's a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, shout outs to Verizon for that, you know. But um, I just have you watch you watching the Mandalorian, right? Not yet. All right, not yet. Me and neither. I have reason because my wife has decided that she wants to see it as well, and we are in that agreement where we watch things together. But my wife is not a movie person. Mm-hmm. She had I have a fucking catalog to catch her up on, and she hasn't seen the original Star Wars movies. Okay, Not that it's like required, mm-hmm. but for me it is. So I have to watch that with her first. Word. Okay. And that's the only set that that's the only ones I don't have in my catalog here because I got an ass load of movies in this bitch, and I got all the new stuff that came out, but I don't have none of the old stuff. And the uh, reason why is because I wanted the OG shit. I wanted the original cuts, but now I'm hearing that it's like really kind of hard to get those, and then I don't want them just to have them. I want like Blu-ray quality or whatever. You know, I'm being snobbish. Uh, so, I mean, I just got to get what I get and just bite the bullet and probably get the um, the first six movies. Man, I still have the VHS tapes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just can't play them because I don't have a VCR. That, that was all good though. That's another thing too. I, I'm trying to find me a working VCR because my wife got some old school VHS tapes of her when she was young. And it, she got nice. some incriminating stuff on there. So I'm trying to get it and digitalize it because I already got the digitalization kit. I just don't have the motherfucking VCR. <laughs> nice. And I, and, and it's kind of a, because I, I can get one for like a hundred something bucks, but I don't want to pay a hundred something bucks for a motherfucking VCR. <laughs> that, hell no. Somebody's st- grandma still got that shit. Yeah. Well, the ones that I've had to use will hook to the TV. Like, you know, the TV VCR combo, the kit doesn't yeah. work. Oh, yeah, classic. yeah the, the, the kit doesn't work for those. And then the VCRs that were at my mom's house and all that stuff, those shits don't work no more, so I'm still hunting. If anybody gotcha. listening and they got a working VCR, mail it to me. <laughs> I'll pay for shipping and I'll mail it back when I'm done. <laughs> There you go. But well, good sir. I was uh, just about to say it. You did my before. time is coming to an end. I know mine has too, because my wife is probably looking for me. <laughs> but sir, before you do venture off into that good night, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Well, my main source is good old Instagram, because Instagram allows me to uh, put my own. Um, content on there of my own creation so instagram you can find me as joker Rican, all one word j-o-k-e-r 
R-I-C-A-N. I make my own gaming-related memes. I share other gaming-related memes, gaming news, streamer info, and sometimes just general comedy. And if you're into game streaming and want to talk some shit and share life's experiences, you're more than welcome to come to my channel over on Mixer, which is www.mixer.com slash, guess what, Joker Rican. All one word, J-O-K-E-R-R-I-C-A-N. I'm the bald head guy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. That's me. And it's free. So, easy day. Yep, being bald is free. That's yeah. The bean ball part is definitely free. That's uh, the work of the Lord. <laughs> well, man, I appreciate you finally giving me your time and chatting and kind of catching up and whatnot. But you have been a guest of the show. The door is always open for you to come back to promote your thing. So just shoot the shit. Indeed. Maybe I'll leave a, a voicemail for your next guest. Um, some uh, inspiring messages. Word. Maybe I'll uh, you know take some pictures of Bluetooth. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I do appreciate it, man. Uh, wish you all the best with the podcast. I've been uh, catching up on the episodes. Very funny. Uh, definitely random, which makes perfect sense. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep working at it. All right. I appreciate it. You do the same, man, because, like, I don't watch a lot of that stuff, but I know your brand of comedy. You make me laugh. He was, he was a nice young man. I, I, I got to say young man because we are young men. God damn it. And uh, I'm going to be keeping my eye out for you. Maybe I can get some uh, some hooks, rubs, and spices sprinkle on your controllers and everything. Give you, give you the competitive There you go. We'll put, it, we'll put it in the stream as I'm sharing stories about how I broke my toe while playing Destiny or uh, why I don't approve of strip clubs in San Diego. So, you know, those are the type of things you'll hear. Word. On the uh, the stream. Shit, I need to hear them stories. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the Joker Rican. <laughs> I, I didn't even. I know he got some Puerto Rican in him or whatever, so I didn't think to ask him how he came up with his uh gamer name. I don't think anyway. I mean, this interview was done a little ways back. You know, it's just coming around in the shuffle of how I do these podcasts and whatnot. But um, we talked about a whole bunch of interesting things, and you know. Some of the stuff he was saying about gaming, the you know, the streaming aspect of it, you know, being in front of the camera and playing games and whatnot. He he really and genuinely changed my mind about this stuff. And um I've been doing it lately, but none to the level of um, you know, for entertainment purposes like how he was saying, you know, I'm not in front of the camera and um talking to people and getting in the chat. Cause I mean, honestly, I'm not getting any stream or any traction, you know, from what I'm doing, because basically when I play the game, I just turn it on. I just turn a mixer on and I just let it run while I play the game. You know, sometimes I had the camera on and then, you know, when I put in my um, streamer captions or whatever the title for this session is, I put in freaking um, BC. I mean, uh, not BC, BO for blackout. When I say when is ever you see the BO is blackout mode and the camera's not on, the mic's not on. I'm just sitting here playing video games while the stream is running. So that's just what I've been doing lately. I never really set up um, a play date. I was invited to a play date by um, the fifth cast, FYFC, um, you know, MDI and Razor and freaking uh, Sean and all that fear and all them and whatnot. So I got to some playtime in them with them and whatnot. So it was pretty cool, but I haven't really a set 
any official three R show play dates or anything like that. I'm trying to give it my man. Uh, I know him to be Olin, you know, his last name. Um, so we can set up a play date and everything. His platform on Mixer is pretty cool, pretty big. And um, I sat there and I watched him stream as I was telling him. And he, it was speaking to what he said in the interview. You know, it felt familiar. You know, it's just like this guy could be my neighbor and I would love to have him as my neighbor because he's a cool dude. But um, it harkens back to those days of when, you know, I used to bring my Xbox and a small 13 inch television. I think I even went to a 20 inch when I knew we had some regularity with it to work. And during lunch, we would set up in the back cage area and we would land party Halo, Halo 2, and we just play all through lunch, you know, desk to desk. You know, we talking shit to each other from across the room and everything. And those were good days. And I guess, you know, the way he put it, you know, streaming can provide that for other people. So, I mean, I'm not totally against it as I was uh, once upon a time a couple months ago. You mean you might have even heard me on the show talking shit about why do I want to sit there and watch another motherfucker play games? <laughs> but, you know, now I have a better insight on um, why people do it. And, you know, at least from his perspective and whatnot, you know, and, and I kind of dig what he was talking about. So I still kind of don't understand it, but at the same time, I have a, you know, my, my outlook has changed on the whole thing and whatnot. So if you want to sit sit there and watch me not say anything and do anything and just watch me play Call of Duty horribly, as I've been doing here most recently, you can um, follow me on uh, Mixer and I'll put the information out there or whatever. You'll see it. So, um, yeah, enjoy me dying repeatedly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, whatever. So, um couple things before we ride out um just found out today that another guy that i used to serve with when i was in the military uh killed himself and um fucking sucks man it, it seems like within this not you know 2019 maybe a little bit of 2018 um people just been coming up dead man had a homeboy that I used to work with at my very first duty station um, he was stabbed to death you know then uh, somebody else committed suicide and then I'm just finding out today that you know this guy committed suicide and it's fucking it's fucking sad man and um you know but not only just to speak to, you know, people of the military or people who have been in the military that um, go through issues and whatnot and, um, you know, thinks thinking of suicide and shit as a solution is, is really not. It's, um, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Anyway, yeah, it's fucking sad. Um, only thing that I can suggest to you, if you know somebody that has been in the military, I mean, shit, this don't even have to even pertain to military service per se. It's just, you know, somebody that been through some shit, seen some shit, whatever, man, check up on them, you know, shoot them a text, uh, send them a call, a DM every now and then, you know, just to say what's up, 
you know, because I mean, the shit come comes at you the worst when you're not expecting it, you know, and just like, I can't even tell you the last time I talked to that dude voice to voice or even seen him in person and just to find out that he came up dead, you know, recently, I mean, that it, shit fuck with you, man. So, um, yeah, check on you. Your homies, especially the ones that's fucking funny as fuck. Um, you know, seem like they ain't got a goddamn care in the world, like nothing get them down. That's the ones you need to especially check up on. Cause I mean, laughter is a mask for pain sometimes and everything. So make sure you just give them a holler, you know, just pull them to the side every now and then be like, man, you all right? Yeah, oh, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. No, no, no. Are you all right? You know? So, you know, you just got to be stern sometimes. You just can't laugh it off and just, you know, go about your business or whatnot. And just um, sometimes just be a motherfucker that'll listen to somebody talk. Sometimes somebody just need a person to vent to and everything. So be that for somebody. <sighs> anyway, it was kind of hard to go into sponsorships and plugs and everything after that. So, um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at 3R Show. Um, you can follow me here on uh, Instagram at the three R show. You can find me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash three R show. You can find some uh, video content on YouTube. Uh, just look for three R show. And for anything that I may have missed or not said, you can go to randomrob.com and you can find that information there. Um, Sponsors. <laughs> uh, speaking of randomrob.com, I'm sponsoring myself. Uh, you can find many different ways to help support the show to where it be uh, Amazon links. You know, you just click on it. It'll take you to Amazon. It's a special link that is uh, tailored to me and you don't pay anything extra. But anytime you purchase something using those links, you I get a little um, on the back end, you know, a little smack on the ass, you know. <laughs> um, also, there's an Amazon wish list to where you can find things that I might need for the show. So you click on that uh, and donate to the show. That'd be fucking awesome. Um, different uh, ways. If you want to be a Patreon, you know, there's a dollar a month to so show your support uh, for the show and you can get some uh, free items and gifts and things and whatnot. And if you want me to produce extra and more content beyond the podcast and whatever I'm doing on YouTube, there's another tier for $10 that you gonna have to pay me to work, motherfucker. <laughs> so, um, yeah, check that out all on randomrob.com. And you can also find hooks, rubs, and spotties. Goddamn, you know how they slow the record down? I, my, my, my brain just wound up on me and whatnot. I ain't know what the fuck was going on just then. Hooks, rubs, and spices. You hear me talk about it all the time. You hear me talk about it enough and praise it enough to where you need to take your ass to Etsy and look up Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Hooks, Rubs, and Spices dot Etsy dot com. And, you know, I should start putting this shit on the screen somewhere if I'm going to record it, right? Um, get 15% off your order if you use promo code RANDOM. Also, you can go to poddex.com. Look, I'm holding it in my hands right now. Just rolling it around ever so gently. And you can go there and get these tools for your podcasting toolkit with a uh, 10% off your purchase using the promo code random. So let's uh let's pull a card out here, give you a little sample of whatnot. I got the interview deck, 
I got the interview deck, second edition, and I got the episode deck. I'll pull from that. Let's see. The episode deck contains 50 unique episode starting prompts uh, to help you stay inspired and consistently release a great product. All right. So these are kind of like you can do an episode based around these cards right here in the episode pack. Also, I like to mention that there are two new deck packs coming around and it's weird because I'm doing this camera because the camera's right here. This is what I'm looking at. So we're looking eye to eye. I'm locking eyes on you right now. But the what I'm seeing to make sure that I'm getting tracked by the camera is right here. So I'm back and forth looking at the both of these. This shit is weird, you know, but I'm looking at you in your eyeballs right now. So, you know, um, there's two new decks that came out. Um, the Would You Rather deck is a, a card deck that contains Would You Rather questions. You know how those things are. And then the What The Heck deck. I'm not too privy on what that is, but, you know, it's probably some questions or, you know, things that make you say, what the heck? You know, basically, I would say, what the fuck? But that's not my uh, product to put that on. Anyway, uh, five things I'm excited about right now. Boom. There it is. That's um, on your one of the cards out of the episode deck. So five things that I'm excited about right now. Let's see. Uh, one for sure is um, I did a, ep- a podcast takeover uh, and I was joined by a random Randy Savage of the Colt 45 podcast and uh, Bri-Fi from the Bri-Fi podcast, my man, Brian. And um, we took over the Nerdy Bitches podcast. And, you know, basically, you know, it's a, a, a podcast peer group or whatever. There's a whole bunch of us from the Houston area and surrounding. And uh, we got a little group or whatever, and they couldn't do an episode proper for this week. So we volunteered to jump in and uh, take over their shit. So we got on there. We talked about dating and uh, social media dating apps and everything. And it, it was a great time. I really had fun doing it and whatnot. And I think that me, Randy and um, Brian need to, you know, come back together and have an episode continuation with uh, what we talked about in that episode. I'll just bullshit anyway, because I had a real good time. So that's one thing I'm excited about right now. The episode featuring me and the other boys on the Nerdy Bitches podcast. So look up the Nerdy Bitches podcast. Um, Two. Let's see. Shit. Damn. That was kind of (laughs) hard. And you want me to think of four more things? Um, I'm still working. I'm still alive. So that's three. Um, I know I'm copping out right now. I just want to get through the the rest of the plugs and get the hell on out of here and put this episode out. So um, uh, I'm I'm alive. I have a job. Um, I just paid some bills off. So that's four things right now. So one more thing I need to be excited about. Um, As I record this uh, AEW revolution is going to be airing today. So I guess I'm kind of excited about that. So there you go. Five things that I'm excited about right now. <laughs> and somebody can base a whole episode off of that one uh, topic there. So go to poddex.com and get you 10% off your order using promo code random. And last but not least, this is where I cue in the sexy music. Oh yeah. You ready for this? Got to get my gravitas on my, my, Oh, and then we got camera, so I get to stare you right in your eyes. Hold on, let me take these off. Oh yeah, ooh, barely see. I'm, I'm far, far sighted. You know, the camera not too far away, but you know, 
So look into these eyes. I'm here to let you know that if you got some confidence issues in your penile region, you know, you're doubting yourself right now. Or maybe you just have something wrong with your jaw. I don't know. I try to make it rhyme every now and then. But anyway, Blue Chew got the fix for that, baby. You know, you could just be having an off day. You know, bills piling up. You have some stress at work. Whatever the case may be. And you just having some performance anxiety. Blue Chew got your back. They're giving you that pat on the back. Be like, hey, brother, you got this. They're whispering in your ear right now. Blue Chew, I got you, baby. So you can go to bluechew.com. That's B-L-U-E. Chew. Dot com and you can get your first order free you only have to pay five dollars shipping that five dollars will be well spent to get you the medicine you know it works two times faster than uh what is that uh viagra and uh cialis you know because it's in chewable form you can take it on the full stomach you can take it on the empty stomach and it'll still get that uh desired result and you can fulfill those desires that your significant other would want and shit. All right, cool. We got that out the way. Go to bluechew.com, use promo code random, and what the hell? I got another. Did, um, what can, the? Can I go out with what time is it? Oh, yeah. Um, 6.30. Love you too. Holy shit, I was, I was so into what the fuck I was doing. I don't even know how long the kid was in here. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, well, at least that. I hope she don't go to bluechew.com and use promo code random and get some bluechew. This would be crazy for a nine-year-old girl to use. Hey, shout outs to uh, VV from the Not Perfect Just Broke podcast for suggesting pink chew. Maybe that's something uh, the sponsors could look into. Um, some uh, pink chew for ladies you know sometimes ladies have some performance anxieties or whatever or the, whatever the case may be i don't know how the lady parts work in that aspect but um yeah look into it blue chew talking to you put my glasses on because my vision getting blurry <laughs> uh that's everybody i believe uh, we done talked about hooks rubs and spices promo code random we don't talk about pod decks promo code random and blue chew Promo code random. That's all the different places that you can go and save, baby. And um, one last thing that I want to talk about, and it's completely free. You want to show your support for this podcast and any other podcast that you listen to. Write reviews, like, subscribe, retweet, tell a friend, make them listen. It's, it's one thing to tell your friends to listen to this show, but you got to make you got to watch them sometimes. Because the mother, oh, I watch it, dog, and I'll listen to it, man. And then as soon as you turn your back, and bitch is like, huh, whatever. So make them motherfuckers listen. Take their phone from them, like I did in the beginning of my podcast. I took when I was still in the military, I was at the motor pool. I took everybody's phones and I subscribed to my podcast so they can get automatic downloads and shit so that's probably why I get so many downloads now they probably forgot about it got new phones and still logged into their account and it's just downloading somewhere I started my own farm for downloading and shit so <laughs> that's what I did that's just a suggestion but um, that's the free way that you can help support the show write reviews baby tell everybody that this show is great or kind of great whatever and um, one last thing that I'll ask of you is a couple things really uh, March is tomorrow as I record this. So the countdown has begun to the fourth annual Ask Miss B Rob. So basically, what that is for the life of this podcast going on, 
before every year, Mrs. B-Rob, as a gift to me on my birthday, she comes on the show and she answers questions from you, the listener, the viewer, or whatever have you, the homie. So um, send those questions my way, baby, and I'll catalog them and everything, and she'll come on the show live. And You know, that, that might be a thing we can do. We can host the show live. We can do it live and in color and whatnot, and uh, she'll answer those questions that you have for her. You know, and it could be anything. Will Barrel Full of Dicks on the question in one year asking, does anal sex feel like pooping? So that's the caliber of questions that you can ask my wife. So um, use that hashtag ask Miss B Rob on Twitter or, you know, I'll have a post on Instagram and you can just put your questions down in there. So send whatever random questions you have. It doesn't matter what it is, what it's about. It can be about politics and be what a favorite color is and, you know, whatever questions you have. And she will answer them on the show. And um, the last thing, since we're in my birthday month, March, starting tomorrow, your birthday gift to me, which is totally free. How I talked about reviews and everything. I am trying to achieve 100 Apple podcast reviews as we sit right near as I record this and I look into the camera. We are at 95. There's five more reviews left. That's all I need. That's all I'm asking. If you want to write reviews beyond these five reviews, I very, very much appreciate it. But right now, my goal is to hit 100 reviews by March 29th, which is my birthday. So we're almost there. We're in March here within the next 24 hours of me recording this. And I'm just five away. I just need five more, five more. So. All right. That's all I got. So, um, yeah, be nice to each other out there. You know, check on your, your your strong friends, check on all your friends, you know, and um, I'll see you next time.